I'm Janice from Treble Tree Music, and I'm glad that you're here today. And I'm a veteran teacher sharing some of the musical uh, tools that I've used throughout my career to make my teaching day a little bit easier. So let's go ahead and get started. Today, I'd like to talk about another elementary music program that I've put together using some very familiar songs. It's called Down on the Farm. I think you're really going to like the songs. Um, one of the things I want I have to watch when I'm creating new things and doing things new in my classroom is not changing things too much. I want to be creative, but sometimes I get too creative. I want to move things around in the room. I want to put up new posters and that becomes a distraction and also it's unsettling to students. So think about before you change things, don't change things all at once. Don't turn all move all the desks in one day, maybe move some new posters in another day. Just remember that it's about the children and not getting them all out of whack because we've decided to change all the furniture again. Are you like that too, where you just really like creativity and to change things? Well, I'm glad there's other people just like me. One of the things I like to do for my music programs is do grade level programs, kindergarten program or first grade. But in some years, I've had to combine two and three and four and five, and that's okay. But let's talk about how do we manage that. And if this is one of your first years managing music programs, I'm going to give you some tips that I found really helped me over the year. Uh, you need to just make some decisions before you do your planning. Where is the program going to take place? If you have more than one performance arena or area in your school, you're so lucky. Sometimes I would do programs in the gym, but I had to also make sure that I checked in with my PE teachers that I wasn't uh, going to schedule the program on a day when they had a big uh, heart event or, or jump rope event. So I had to make sure that I checked with them. And then I check with all of the teachers, of course, and deciding on what's going to work out best for their schedule as well. Uh, one of the things, too, if you if the gym is going to be busy, you might check other venues in your building. Maybe you already have an auditorium. I don't remember the last time I had an auditorium. You could even do a program in the classroom. You could make it a smaller venue. You could, you could showcase certain, uh, certain grade levels. You could stagger the performance times. You'll also want to look and see how that will work best with your families and with your kids. You want to decide by meeting with your teachers and your administration if necessary, what time of year would be the best to have those music programs. The testing always gets in the wind, gets in the way, not in the way, but we want to support the classroom teachers and make sure we're scheduling not during the big tests that have to be done every year. And that makes our teachers much happier knowing that we are working with them to make that happen as well. Also, what time should the concert be? Uh, is it should it be late in the afternoon, early in the morning, noontime? Uh, you have to coordinate that. Most elementary teachers, they really um, safeguard those morning teaching hours. That's when the kids are as, as fresh as they can be as well. And so most of the time, I would we would decide that we we're going to schedule it late in the afternoon. That also could mean that parents could get off work a little bit early and come see the program. You're going to want to decide how many classes. Are you going to do all of the fourth grade and all of the fifth grade? Most of my programs are designed for four classes of each grade level. You might only have two or three, and certainly the, the down on the farm can be modified. That program that I have can be modified for as many speakers as you need. If you decide to do more than one grade level, that makes a lot more teachers to check in with. So just be careful. Everybody's on the same page. 
give them some alternative dates, alternative times, let them help make the decision, have them part of the decision-making process. You want to decide where's the class going to stand, where are the performers going to stand for the music program? If they're going to be in the gym, are they going to be on the floor? Do you have choral risers? Do you have stairs? What do you have that you can use to have those children be seen easier? I'm really lucky I had a set of eight choral risers in my music room. And because it was an old band room, I could spread out all my choral risers and use them throughout the year. Then I would have the kids sit in different sections for their class. But when it came to performance time, I would move all one class to a certain section on the risers. As we got closer to the program, we would always just come right on in, file in, get into the section, double check our standing. Do we have the standing correct? Do you know where we're standing? And then that made it easier when we transitioned into the gym or to the lunch room. It was that they knew where they were going to sit. I also did some color coding. I'm really kind of known for that. Okay, all the blue class is going to be here. The green class is going to be there. Here's a riser tip. Once you get everyone up on the risers and you want some of your students to come down to the microphones or get, uh, get down to say their part or go to an instrument, is that one of the tricks I've learned is that the person that needs to come off the risers touches and taps the shoulder of the two kids right in front and those two kids turn and face each other and that creates a walk-through door as soon as that student comes down off the riser then the door shuts when the student goes back up from the microphones or from the instruments that those same students need to open the door if they don't remember the person traveling can tap them on the shoulders I certainly try to put all my speakers and instrument players in the first couple rows of the risers, but sometimes it gets a little bit more performers than, than I have places in the front row. So that's using that door idea really helps me, gives me some more freedom to put some of the taller kids up in the back as well. You're going to want to decide what instruments do I want to use and where am I going to set them up. As you're rehearsing in your classroom, get in the habit of putting those instruments exactly where they're going to be for the performance several weeks ahead of when the performance is. And by the way, I always plan on at least minimum of six weeks out planning my program. It gives lots of rehearsal time in the classroom and minimal that's needed once we get closer to the concert. Some people learn their songs right from the beginning of the year and then incorporate them to, into that concert later in the year. And I think that's a good idea as well. Something else that I do is I also color code the instruments. I might put a piece of paper and, and tape it to the front of the instrument so that the student is, if I'm using more than one class, each class might have a different person playing an instrument. And as we're rehearsing, that student from that class is going to go to the yellow xylophone with a tag on it or a piece of construction paper, or they're going to go to the yellow drum. So those are some other ways, especially with the kinders and verses, they get kind of nervous, just in reminding them, what color are you playing? What color is your instrument? Let's talk about sound equipment. That is a hard one for most of us and making sure that everything works and kids are comfortable with microphones if you're going to use them. I use a roll around portable speaker that I got and I can put two microphone inputs into the speaker 
And then I can put a stand in a couple of places in the room and then I can have the students come to the speaker, excuse me, to the microphone. I also color code those. Surprising, aren't you? Surprised, aren't you? Um, once I get closer, I try to get those microphone stands. If I usually try to use four. Sometimes I've had to use more, but have all of the kids walk to those microphones. We talk about how to lean in and make sure that we're talking into the, the sweet spot of the microphone and that we're not fiddling with the stand or, or touching the microphone so there's no extra sound. I'm sure you're familiar with that as well. Here's another program I put together. It's called Down on the Farm. It incorporates some really familiar songs, some new song, might be some new songs for kids. Um, it, I mean, I've said before, it's sometimes hard to find a can or all a, pr a program already packaged that has all the songs that fit your students' need. And sometimes we just have to be creative and add more, pull some different songs in, create some dialogue, and that can be really fun. So don't don't let don't forget that you have that creativity as well. Um, the Down on the Farm has several songs. It's called me. Ch um, one of the songs is Mi Chakra, My Farm. I taught it a dual language, Spanish. Um, school and so I did a lot of Spanish and English and one year I even had a Mandarin class so we did some Mandarin songs in our program as well. Another song is Tango Tango which is I Have. I Have and talks about sheep on the farm. Another one is Little White Duck and your, one of our favorites Old MacDonald and those are fun songs for the kids to do and there's motions in the songs that you can use as well. I think you'll really like that combination. This product's available in Teachers Pay Teachers and Etsy. Uh, for the program, you'll need to buy one extra song, uh, uh, Little White Duck, and because of copyright, that was not a, um, a traditional folk song. So $4.95 is all that is, and you'll find that you use that many, many times. And I have a link in that in the description and in the product as well. I usually do my programs with four classes. You might do uh, some with two or some with three classes, whatever works for you. I also always try, again, I'll repeat, I always try to start out six weeks ahead of time in order to be ready for the program. I get the scripts ready. I get the music sheets ready. I have in my product, I have teacher lyric sheets, and then I also have student lyric sheets. For the younger ones, I don't put the lyric sheets in their hand, but I have just like a keyword and colorful picture for the kids to use in the classroom. I also make sure that uh, I talk to my parents and my teachers and let if, when I send home a note with the kids the, um, that there might be some that might want to do costumes. That's always lots of fun. So once I select my speakers, I then send home a note to the parents and again about the costumes as well and say, please help your child memorize their part. They're going to be a this or they're going to be a that. And then I check in with them as well. And then I also want to make sure that I have extra copies and in, in give extra copies to the teacher's classroom. So they, if they want to go over songs, they'll have everything they need. And oftentimes I'll make a recording and have that available for them to play as well and download. And then another thing, I'll have copies in my classroom as well as um, uh, recordings as well. We oftentimes, I'll bet you're like me, sometimes the internet is just not working. So we want to be sure that we have something in hand in case we're not using our PowerPoint or our Google Slides on the overhead projector. Something else that I always recommend, oh, before I forget, there's 28, there's 28 speaking, I think there's 28, did I say 28 speaking parts? Um, 
that are there's plenty of speaking parts <laughs> and uh and parts for everything all of the pieces and parts are there that'll be easy to use except having to buy that one product something else i recommend that i have a product for is vocal warm-ups and i find that if i do vocal warm-ups every day even if it's only one or two then that becomes ingrained in them and they already get confident in singing and then when we go to the program it's much easier they don't even have to think about using their best singing voice so i have a product is called vocal warm-ups for kinder and first grade and that's available also on teacher pay teacher and then something else i use and that i've used over the time that i'll recommend is an act a music activity event planning calendar and i also have that available too you know sometimes we're doing kinder first second third fourth fifth grade classes we're doing choir concerts we're doing performances out and away from the school or caroling and it's sometimes it's hard to track all of that so i recommend that you check out my calendar planning my event calendar planning count, uh, uh, product that you might be able to use somehow you, that might help you to keep track i it says columns for did i tell the classroom teacher did i talk to the secretary has I ever gotten the okay for the room usage it really helps me accountable and sometimes i'll have two different classes two different grade levels doing plays practice music practice at the same time so this is one way that has helped me to keep organized i even color code myself you're not surprised about that i'm sure well, I recommend too that get a couple of programs ready to go every year and then just reuse them year after year with just slight modifications. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. I know we're creative. We want something new every year. Give yourself a break. Maybe do one program one year, another one the other year. Might check with your teachers sometimes. They have they have favorites. Try to be consistent. You're planning and you're learning. Don't make too many changes at the last time. And I know you're going to have a great year as long as you're really just doing the best you can. Isn't that all we can do? I hope you got some ideas and some tips from the things we talked about today. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and like. That really helps me get some more videos out there.